Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. Are you ready for training camp? I know we are. Are you ready to drink the Blue Kool-Aid too? Boy, are there going to be a lot of good stories for us to follow. Man, training camp, NFL season right around the corner. Can't wait. Sit back, relax, grab your Kool-Aid. It's time to pop. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back and getting ready for training camp. That's right, Woo! training camp is starting this week for Detroit Lions and the rest of the NFL as well, unless uh, they were playing in the Hall of Fame game. But regardless, uh, the Lions report into training camp on Wednesday, July 28th, and we are here to break down some training camp battles. But before we start, let's go around to the Blue Kool-Aid crew. I'm Big Z. Let's go around to the rest of the crew. We got UJ. Hello, Kool-Aid drinkers. Rudd Dog. Yo. Connor. Hello. And Bob. What's up? And then our producer, Kit J, is on the line as well. And he uh, he might chime in every once in a while in this upcoming uh, season. So we got a new season. It's it's truly starting now with training camp going on. Um, the fans will be allowed back at training camp. So it, it's more back to normal a little bit here. And it's it's a whole new regime, a whole new ball game. Like, we can't not wait to see. We can't wait to see what is going to go ha- on here. But gentlemen, there's a lot of you know big roster changes, which means big battles in training camp, especially with Dan Campbell. Uh, he, he preaches, you know, you got to earn your spot on this team, at least so far in his comments. And I want to focus first on the wide receiver group because that's the most interesting one to me. That is the most wide open competition. Definitely. Uh, so, Tyrell Williams, Rashad Perryman, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Do you guys think these three are locks for the wide receiver group? I would say so. Uh, is there any is there any reason why they wouldn't do it that you could think of? Possibly injury. Uh, That'd be the only case, know. right? Did you say Cephas in there? <laughs> He's a lock. No, no we'll get to him in a moment. We'll get to him in a moment. <laughs> but I, I, I'm thinking the top three locks at least. Uh, Tyrell Williams gave money to Brashad Perryman, veteran, uh, and they also gave him a, you know, more money than a lot of the other wide receivers in this group so far. I Look, think- I honestly, don't, I don't think they're locks per se. I just don't. Uh, they're they're going to have to prove it. I, I don't know what the contract says if they if they don't make the roster. I mean, they got to make the roster right to get paid. Uh, I would There's think. Not necessarily. So, not I think it's going to be a wide, wide open competition. I mean, once you sign that contract, it becomes a salary cap hit. So, like a guy like Rashad Perryman, three million dollar salary cap. Yeah, hit. I think that becomes. A- yeah. So I, well, I that's what I'm saying. If you that's a it. dead cap. Oh, I'd be shocked too. I'm saying. I mean, but- if you say locks is that you'd be shocked, then yeah, I'd say they're locks. But it, I think this is a as wide open of a competition as it gets, and that this camp is going to really be about 
figuring out who's got what going on right now. And I don't see any of these guys as what I would say sure things. Let's say sure things are above locks. I don't know, but I, I'm not, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if we got a, like a, a surprise cut from one of those guys. So talking about surprise cuts, uh, the fourth and fifth wide receiver uh, is where it gets really interesting. And that's why a Rudd dog, at least I didn't list Quintus Cephas as necessarily a lock because uh, there's a lot of competition here. He wasn't drafted by these uh, this regime. That's why I don't think necessarily, or the end and this coaching staff. That's why I don't necessarily think he's a lock. Um, so I have Cephas kind of on that bubble as like the fourth wide receiver to make it. Uh, the rest of the competition, and you can go right after. I'm, I'm done just listening to the rest. So Khalif Raymond, Damian Ratley, Geronimo Allison, who uh, opted out last year, now he's back. Victor Bolden, Chad Hansen, Tom Kennedy, Javon McKinley, and Sade Surratt. So, Rudd Dog, do you think there's do you think there's any doubt that Cephas? Uh, I mean, no. We're just watching the beginning of a Hall of Fame career, so I think it would be a really dumb move. But uh, I mean, there's always a chance if he if he has a terrible showing at camp, but if he continues on the progress he made and having a solid rookie outing, I, I think I'd be really surprised if they were to cut Cephas. Yeah. Um, like, I think yeah. he, he shows a lot of promise, but I mean, like it's a wide open battle. And I think that competing group could, could challenge one of these top, you know, supposed rock roster locks very yeah. much. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with uh, Rudd Dog a lot today, which is oh. unusual. But wow. uh, <laughs> I just saw a pig fly. <laughs> I know. It's in the water up there, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think you, you pretty much got on the locks. But I would say Amon Ross St. Brown seems to be a lock, but he has to prove it on the field still. So we'll see what happens mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and I mean, so I guess part of the question is how many receivers do we carry? on the roster. It, I would think uh, five. That is, that, that's, that's what, that's what I'm thinking think about too. Five. Yeah. With that, one of those guys last year as well. With one of those guys probably yeah. having double duties somewhere else as a special teamer. Doesn't Caleb Raymond yeah. have yeah. special teams? You know, like mm-hmm. guy? So that's interesting. And I know um, Victor Bolden was getting a lot of praise from coaches, so he could be a dark horse maybe to take final round. Yeah, right. And yeah. Victor Bolden's the one I think that could take could challenge Cephas for his roster spot because they are very much a similar nah. type. Uh, not necessarily speedsters, but guys that uh, are good route runners. And can get open. Don't forget Tom Kennedy, the Danny Amendola clone. You know, Maybe you got have one Amidola of those guys. Clone, right? <laughs> I do think this is uh, job right. to lose, though. Right. I mean, so, I mean, look at all these departures from last year. It's still crazy. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola, Jabal Agnew, and, uh, you know, Sanu as well for a little bit there. Uh, but <laughs> not, I mean, just a totally what I mean, complete 360 uh, or 180, mm-hmm. whatever phrase you want to use uh, in terms of wide receiver position. It'll be very interesting to see uh, how it, you know, factors in here. Uh, and especially with a new quarterback in as well. Yeah. Uh, so that. Let's go to that one as since we're on the offensive side. I want to go over that really quickly. Um, Jared Goff, obviously the starter, but uh, the backup quarterback I think is really interesting and someone that's played, unfortunately, an important role the past couple of years on the Lions. Uh, and by important, I mean, well, they they have not succeeded too much, but it is important because they've gotten <laughs> out there a lot. Uh, but David Blau versus 
Um, Tim Boyle, I think, is an interesting matchup going into training camp here as well. Who do we think has an edge there? I'm going to lean Tim Boyle based on what we've read about in their OTAs. Uh, but I- I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are on this as well. Bob, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, there, there's I've seen a lot of hype about Boyle coming in and taking that, but I still like Blau. I think uh, I think he's got a chance to win that job, and uh, his his girlfriend's an Olympian too, so that's got to help. But uh, I don't know how it helps, but it does. No, no. Uh, I guess I'm just rooting for Blau more. I guess I would say in my eyes, I just like the guy. UJ, I mean, what, what are you looking for in a backup quarterback here? What what would what are you looking for in um, these preseason games that says I want that guy to be the backup quarterback? This guy gives me a chance to win. Well, I, I think they are kind of sort of neck and neck in this competition. I think Boyle's got the more physical presence. I think he's much more. He's got the I don't know prototypical build you want in a quarterback. Uh, I, I think it's really wide open though. I think they're kind of hoping Boyle's the guy. They they paid up to get this guy, so uh, I don't know. This this one's really up in the air to me. I I don't have a clear favorite. All right, I I, I would not not a good Boyle. answer. I'm sorry, but I think Tim Boyle. I uh, just based on what we've read, and uh, I I think he, by all accounts, has the better arm strength of the two as well. Uh, the question would be is if they carry two or three quarterbacks. I think it would be True. two. I think they would carry two. I'm, yeah, me too, been, yeah. We went I out to so. get Boyle. Yeah. And we already had Blau, so. He's got a ton of hype. I yeah. think it's Boyle's job. I would is love there... to see Blau win, though. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be cool. Because Boyle was a Packer, so, I mean. <laughs> He's know. a traitor to yeah. the Packers because he left, so. True. Yeah. Maybe maybe his Trader? girlfriend can no, play wide sure. receiver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's move let's move on to that yeah, linebacker is... spot because this is also a big one here this offseason. Oh yeah. And we talked about it a lot, but now I, I kinda wanna like a prediction here a little bit is uh as we near it, uh will Jelani Tavai make this roster? I think he's the biggest uh you know, former regime guy, kind of uh, a lightning rod for debate. Well, not really, yeah. actually. He was terrible. <laughs> yeah. So he was pretty bad. He yeah, he's pretty bad. If you're making, but I know some right. people are high on him a little bit because they lost weight. Uh, so I'd say no right now. If you're making me choose now, I would say he's not going to make the team. But obviously, that could change in camp. But he sucked last year, so I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't make the team. Yeah, I, I, mean, I would say no as well. Person. It'd be hard to be shot. Well, me, me being an optimist, I think he's going to make the team. Uh, I think he's, he's seen this, that where he was. I think he understands how bad he was last year too, and he's put in the effort this year. I, I don't know. I, I'm optimistic. I think he's going to make the team. So maybe barely, but I think he will. I'm with UJ on this. I think he will, but it's it's one of those things where it would not be surprising if he were to be cut. I mean. He was so miserably bad last year and in like in every way possible. So yeah. I I hope he makes it, but wouldn't be surprised if he did. And he's often pointed to as like one of the Bob Quinn's disastrous, most disastrous moves. So I'd be well, well, this is his chance. Well, I mean, so Bob Quinn, I mean, drafted him in the second round and ever a lot of people thought he'd be a day three pick, like a middle of day three pick, like a fourth or fifth rounder. So yeah. A lot of people uh, thought it was a, a huge reach, um, and maybe that's proven to be 
correct? The person but I, I drink a lot more Kool-Aid than you guys do, okay? <laughs> I don't want you to know that. That's true. You I guys just, need to up your game a yeah, little bit. I think the jury's still out. The jury's still out. Camp will, <laughs> Camp will tell the tale. If he, if he makes the team, I think he has a chance to... Well, he has a chance to prove diff, prove prove everyone wrong this year by making the team, then potentially making see in the field. If he does that, he can he can save the that title or get rid of that title. I think he's, shake he's it. more likely to be in a Patriot uniform this year than Lulu. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine that'd be crazy. Oh my God! <laughs> but you know what? But he could be a phase in guy for uh, Barnes too. I mean, I, I think Barnes is super talented, and I think he's going to be a star on this team. Right. But uh, you know, but he is young and he never played in the NFL before. So there might be some growing pains for him. So, you know, it could be a good stopgap if nothing else, you know, so as a possibility for sure. And it, it, the competition is Sean Hamilton, Anthony Pittman, Robert McCray, Derek Barnes, Dylan Reeves, Maven, Jamie Collins and Alex Anzalone. Uh, so that list that is, is those... gives them better odds. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> uh, well, I think Collins, Anzalone, Barnes and Maven are kind of locks. I do too. I think Jalen really Raven is going to really succeed uh, in this defense. Uh, I've, I hope I've he does. A lot of confidence. I hope he does. That he's going to be playing a bigger role than he has in past years. Now we said that the past few years going to the season and it never turns out true. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. we, we all like his uh, ability. I, I'm just hoping in the non Matt Patricia defense. Maybe they'll well, give him a chance. That <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh uh, well. So I'm you. You said Bob Quinn's worst draft pick was Tavai worst. Bob Quinn's worst draft pick because I think T's Bob Quinn's Tabor. Tabor. T's Tabor. T's Tabor. T's Tabor. T's Tabor. The other name I think of, but I Tavai is. Yeah. I mean, I I had one. Jimmy Landis, the long snapper. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Z. I know. I know you were gonna say that. I don't know if you can make. <laughs> I don't know, it's complete waste. At least Tabor. Uh, you know. We... Well, I think where they drafted him makes it worse to with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tabor and, yeah. Was it Rudd Dog? Are you the one that said uh, TJ Hawkinson was the worst draft pick? Oh, yeah. That's I great. might have been embellishing. I didn't like the pick, but I wouldn't say it was the worst. I think I'm just I'm requoting you. You said it was the worst based on who else was available. If you're quoting me, I can't recall specifically, Wait. but it sounds like something I might have said in uh, this. This is great. In all time because he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, best pick ever. Right. I was just curious. I mean, that's All good. Right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to move on now to safety as well. I mean, a lot of these are going to be on the defensive side, just the, the major overturn there. So Will Harris, CJ Moore, uh, Tracy Walker, Dean Marlowe, Bobby Price, Ify, Melafonwu. Mm. Uh, well, I guess he's cornerback, though, more. So I, I just see him as a safety in my head. That's why I said his name. Uh, Jalen yeah. Elliott, Bobby Price, Godwin, Iguibuque, D'Angelo Amos. Uh, so there's a a lot of competition for this, the two safety spots on the field, free safety and strong. Yeah. I, I don't know where they're going to yeah. go with this. I'm really, I, you know, I this know. is going to be seeing what they do in training camp. Yeah. Uh, I don't know a lot about some of these guys, so I couldn't say. Uh, yeah. Me either. So I think Tracy Walker is going to be a lock and he's going to be yeah, one of the starters yeah, yeah. for sure. I think Harris, uh, this is his do or die camp here. Hopefully the new coaching for his sake will help him out, but uh, he's not boded well uh, the last couple of seasons. I mean, yeah, are they going to teach him how to tackle? Stewart. That's the ba- the thing I want. Yeah, <laughs> do or do or die for him. Now, right here, I he, think it'd be interesting because yeah. the other regime really believed in him, and 
I know. See if the, if know. the new Way guys can figure it out. So, yeah. Do uh, you know the Lions had 74 missed tackles from the safety position last year? Holy <laughs> shite. Wow. <laughs> no, part of the problem is they had 74 more opportunities. <laughs> yeah, because our yeah, front seven was getting, you know, destroying yeah. people or getting destroyed by people. So that, yeah. that's never a good uh, sign that our safeties are making no. that many tackle attempts in the first place. But uh, when they were, it was not successful. And Will Harris was on a lot of those. Yeah, he was. Oh, man. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, I don't want to see Will Harris out there personally. I want to see someone new. I think we got that vet. Of him. But I mean, this is a new regime new defensive scheme so if, yeah. if you have faith in the scheme maybe you'll have faith that they can uh put these guys in the right position to succeed i know i'm just excited to see a new defense out there and philosophy yeah. and approach so well you know the one of the most vocal guys is he's not a safety but okuda has been very vocal about this new coaching staff and how his whole attitude is completely turned around from last year and if these other guys are feeling anything like okuda is feeling i mean to me, that gives a lot of hope for the team and, and these other guys too, you know. I think these other guys are putting a lot of bad spots last year. Just they were set up to fail, you mm-hmm. know. And and I and I think this year it's gonna be a whole different story. So I think there's a lot of anticipation, a lot of excitement around this team and the you know, the, the opportunities these guys are getting. I think they're gonna get make the most of it. So I hope at least a really good competition and uh, you know, we get a good backfield out of it. You know what I have really a lot of excitement for, UJ? Um, What's that? In the training camp coming up here. Not necessarily who's going to make the roster, but just the competition and see how uh, how they are faring against our offensive line, which I think could possibly be a top five offensive line, is our D-line. Yes. I'm really excited to see our two high draft picks and Levi Muzurike and Ali McNeil, but then you got Michael Rockers back out there. Trey Flowers, Romeo Aquara off his new contract. Um, I, I just pray Trey Flowers can stay healthy and get ready for week one. That's always a concern with him, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, but his injuries have been like he got a broken arm for Pete's sake. I mean, right? Is that what he had last year? The first year. Yeah, oh, yeah, he did have that too. Yeah. So I mean, he has somewhat of a history with us <laughs> and uh, injuries, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be really exciting. I, I'm excited to see how these guys. Uh, fair and their one-on-one battles in training camp i you know as a former d lineman i just i i love those drills uh and i love seeing what what goes on in these nfl camps in regards to those drills oh yeah uh, i'm really excited to see the athleticism the athleticism these guys showed in college uh against a, you know that that's another great thing about a good offensive line is these uh battles in practice are even more meaningful and they get the best reps they can possibly get Oh, yeah. yeah, especially with a young but, defensive line like this. Hey, can and this, this, def- this oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, as you can say, this is just a, off the subject kind of a defensive line. Um, it was cool that Bubba Baker got his adjusted stats. Yeah, all yes. time sack leader. Yes, I don't know if it's official yet, but thought that was kind of cool. And I guess he cried when he heard it. You know, he's like so moved. I know that's that's such a great story. You know, hey, I'll brief quick story. I met Bubba Baker. But when, when uh, my dad took us down to the Super Bowl in 1979, okay, they had a players party, which we went to. Oh, man, you're 1979. You're old. I, yeah, I'm really old. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so so my dad's buddy, Jerry Speck, this little Jewish lawyer guy, uh, he's at the party, but he's a real funny guy. And um, he he goes, Bubba's standing there. He's Bubba's like six, eight, or he's a huge guy, really, you know, big. He had this beautiful girlfriend with him and all that. 
And Jerry goes, hey, Bubba, does your mama know you're wearing an earring? Yeah, because he had an earring in his ear. It wasn't so common back then, you know. And like, hey, Bub, Bub was just like, "Oh man," <laughs> it, was like, it was just, it was just funny in the moment. But that was my one meeting of Bubba Baker. Yeah, that's so awesome. Was, he was a great guy. Really, I'm so happy for him. Very happy. And I'd rather him. have a guy like that than uh, than Michael Strahan, who like Brett Favre fell down for his sack. It's oh the yeah, gave him the you know, sack. Yeah, record break. And that was Bubba's rookie year. Wasn't it that he broke that record? Was it? Oh, I, didn't, if I'm I, not, I can't say for sure without uh, if, looking it if up. I'm not mis- Maybe I read it wrong. But, wow. but anyway, yeah, it was still an awesome achievement no matter what. Heck yeah. So, Absolutely. And maybe Julian Aquara could be the next one now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, uh, or Romeo. Um, can you tell us some Night Train Lane stories, too, when you're going back to the old days? No. Yeah, <laughs> night train stuck out that average clothesline me on the way out of the bar one night. No. <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, and as far as D line, uh, you know, on the uh, competing for roster spots, Penasini, Kevin Strong, Deshaun Cornell, Nick Williams, uh, Robert, uh, not Robert, uh, Charles, and Charles Harris, uh, the guy that I picked up from the Falcons. So that those rotational D interior guys. Uh, is where the big battle is. Nick Williams did an okay job, I guess, last year uh, for us. He's not very exciting. Um, did he? Oh, I thought team again. I, I like him. Which is that's a good question. Now, who who are the bubble guys here on this group? It's very interesting well, Nick this Williams year for sure. I don't think Nick. Close. Yeah, Penasini, yeah. I think is Kevin Strong. Yeah, I, I would lean on Char- Charles Harris getting the spot on the roster uh, just because he's had some success in the past. Isn't he like I an edge guy? Robert McRae. This is D line in general, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Penasini makes the squad. I do too. That's my gut feeling too. But he, it is going to be tough because it, he's a pure nose tackle, and uh, yeah, you know, Salim McNeil is a, is is too. It's going to be interesting to see if they keep two. Well, they're the only real two nose tackles we have, so I think that yeah. that that bodes well for Penasini, especially when you can put him in on like. First and second downs where you, you don't care about him pass rushing, he can just stuff that that you know the A gaps. Yeah. What were you gonna yeah. say, Connor? Were you, right. Did you have something? I thought you were starting to say something. Did I? Uh oh, oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Oh, wow, um, and man. one guy we didn't mention was Deshaun Hand <laughs> as well. That'll be interesting to see how he is in training camp. I think he'll make uh, the roster. I think he's a- oh, I I I think he will too. Uh, oh, I'd love to see him healthy, man. I'd love to see him. Healthy. Yeah, this right. line could be scary good, actually. Can we unlock what he did a couple of years ago for us, and maybe even more? That would be well. We really yeah, need you know, a really puns. nice surprise. That's that's why we need him on the roster. So many puns. We what? Yeah, we need him for the puns for his name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, definitely yeah, good source get, material. Guess who's on the pup list right now, too? Never guess. Sean Ann. Austin Bryant. Oh, oh, oh! That guy. Ever since we got him, he's been on. He's always injured. Damn list. It's a shame. I think he could be a good player, but he's always hurt. Always. Yeah. I don't know. I'll be real. So, do do you guys know how many? Um, if you had to guess, how many rushing touchdowns did we give up last year? Five thousand. I don't know. Uh, Come on, throw uh, out some guesses. Forty. Three. Yeah. Okay. No, well, no. These are uh, five. Sixty-two. Is that wrong? Twenty-seven last year. Twenty-seven. Oh, was the I, league high. I was gonna say. High. Okay. Well. 
No realistic guesses. So I, <laughs> it just it seemed like 47. I don't know. Uh, but just like in terms of how much of a turnaround we need from this defense line, Lions ranked last year um, 26th in sacks, 27th in sack rate, hit the quarterback less than anybody in the league. Uh, one a pass rush win rate was 27th in the league and also only had 30, or they were 31st in takeaways last year. Only they only hit the quarterback Yikes. last year thirty four times. That's bad. Oh my God. Yeah, the opponent quarterbacks never even had to stretch or anything. They just went out there. Right. You know. That's like just over two per game. Like barely. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. It's very bad. And and the Lions are probably on the field more than any team in the league last year, too, because of the bend don't break uh defense. So right. in fact they only had thirty four yeah. um hits on the quarterback and that many snaps. Yeah. No bueno. Well, he was trying to perfect the bend and break defense, that, and, and I think he did a good job. That makes Aquara's <laughs> 10 sacks almost more impressive in a way. I don't know. Like, he was literally like a third of the quarterback hits just in the sacks. Yeah, yeah that was really. Right. Let's – um. I want to move – let's let's just stay on the defense side of the ball because that's where a lot of the, uh, the battles are, just the, the sheer amount of turnover that we have going on. But um, cornerback as well. So mm-hmm. obviously Akuda, yeah, um, is making this roster. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But it's that second nope. cornerback spot and the nickel spot as well. I think where it gets really interesting uh, for uh, the Lions. You're assuming so Akuda you is the number one? Or are you talking yeah. about roster spots, not positions? Number That's one corner Yeah, no, he'll be the number one corner for sure. Yeah, I. I I don't. Yeah, I don't necessarily. I think Awari has got a better a lock either. Shot for that position than than Kuda does this year, yeah. at least at the beginning Aurora. of the season. Or, I, I would say Quentin Dunbar has a chance off last too. year. What? What, yeah. what was that, Bob? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying Awari was not great last year. I, I mean, he's, he's played great Better for a little than, while, and then he sucked after I, that. Yeah, I was gonna say Awari. Uh, you know. You can go back to that game against Devontae Adams and at, at uh, Ford Field and say, uh, maybe not quite a number yeah. one cornerback. Look, yeah. I'm not, Adams is a beast. I'm not saying that Akuda is a, isn't good, couldn't be the number one, but to say he's the sure thing number one when he looked far worse than anybody did for most of the time last year, except for maybe like two pass defenses, I think I might have seen him actually make. I'm just saying he has a dollar. lot to prove yet. <laughs> like, I bet you dollar. I, yeah. I agree. I agree, Rod Dog. Uh, I I don't necessarily think he's a lock to be the number like go against the number one guy on the other team. I I think he does have the best edge. Uh, but Quentin Dunbar, a guy we signed this offseason, I think has a decent shot. Uh, Aurorie, I do. I think Aurorie is better as a second cornerback, though. Um, I yeah. I would be shocked I, I, if if he could make a you know an edge at, at that number. I I don't think he makes him run at number one cornerback, especially as a rookie. Yeah, I think it's it's Okuda and Dunbar, or you're one of two. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dunbar, maybe, yeah. I guess, I'm, I'm thinking of Warrior. I, warrior I just think oh. everything that happened last year was systematic, okay? It, it, I'm not putting it all on the players. Granted, they played like shit, but uh, a lot of it was systematic, I think. Yeah. I think it's it's going to look totally different this year, I'm telling you. I can see a Dunbar, a Warrior almost before I see Akuda, at least right at the beginning of the season, unless Akuda just tears up this camp and shows us why he was drafted so high. I mean, do you, are, is, do you think Awari so much... is better than Akuda? How dare you? How dare you? At this point in his career, he has been, but Akuda <laughs> put out abysmal film last year. 
I mean, we'll see. I hope he proves himself, but we got to wait and see still. We're just assuming based on his college tape, essentially. If I'm not mistaken, Slay was horrible his rookie year, too. He was. Yeah. Benched a lot by uh, short. Yeah. Slay was horrible. He turned on an all pro. That's I, I, not proving that that's going to happen. That it means it happens to everybody, that. Rudd, dog. Yep. Everybody yeah. that's bad. It happened once, it'll happen again. Yep. Yeah, Dre I know. Bly was, <laughs> Dre Bly was like that going back in That's the no guarantee yeah, of Dre success. Yeah, Dre Bly, remember that? He sucked. You're showing your age, too. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, but so many guys have a bad first year and then never are good again. My, you're missing my point. It's I'm really glad Akuda was terrible last year. That means he's going to be awesome this year. I hope he's you're gonna right. going to be great. It remains to be seen. ever. You may be right. I hope you're right, but it remains to be seen. No, I agree. I agree, Rod Doggy. I mean, he had a lot of struggles last year, uh, but I, I think you're also putting Aurora a little too high. Yeah. Yeah, but more, that whole defense struggled. I think Aurora gets a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, just like everyone else got from that last year. Just well, why like don't you Tracy give it to Okuda then? Why don't you give Okuda the benefit of the doubt? Well, he he had a leg. No, I mean, yeah. oh my gosh. I think he could be great, and I wouldn't be surprised if he won. But it's he has to prove it still. Drinks and Poulet. I'm drinking all. <laughs> um, some other, you know, the other cornerbacks on the roster competing: Mike Ford, uh, who's been there for a while, Mike kind Ford. of a reliable emergency starter. He never goes away, Mike Ford. Oh, he doesn't. No, not he always comes out. Bill Ford, Tom, overlap. Um, yeah. and don't forget about. There's also Elijah Holder, uh, Jerry Jacobs. Those are a couple new names. Uh. Most likely not, you know, roster types. And then Corn Elder, just a fun, a fun name uh, from Carolina, Corn more Elder. of a special teams guy, but a guy that could fill an emergency as well at cornerback. When your first name is Corn, I mean, that's like all American, right? I mean, Corn. I don't know. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. If UJ was the head coach, he'd play the guy with the best name. For sure. Right. Would. Definitely. Um, so let's, let's hop back over to the offensive side of the ball. I think, uh, at the running back, we have Deandre Swift and Jabal Williams. I think those are pretty much locks. It's that third running back. Um, where I think it gets a little more interesting. We have Jamar Jefferson from Oregon state or something around draft pick Dedrick Mills, undrafted free agent Warren, uh, Michael Warren. So, and I'll throw in Jason Cabenda as well here at fullback. So what do we think we're going to do in our full our uh, backfield here? I, do we carry three running backs, four running backs, and does Cabinda make the roster? I, I don't know what their plans are with the fullback. But I don't yeah, know what their offense is. You guys read about that? Campbell seems like a fullback guy. I don't know why, but he just seems like a fullback guy. Why? Because he's kind of like a nutty guy, and uh, the fullback position's kind of for like yeah. crazy. I just like, feel like he's a yeah. fullback on the roster. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I, what, I, I would guess yeah. they would want a fullback as well, just based on yeah. Anthony Lynn's uh, previous offenses. But with so much emphasis in the running game, yeah, I think they're going to want a fullback for sure. But I think the yeah. question you have to ask is, um, is Cabinda going to be that fullback, or is it going to be a guy like Brock Wright uh, a, that can also play tight end as well? I think that's the bigger question. question. That's going to be have to be played out in training camp. That's, yep, and that's yeah, that's why we're here talking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish, yeah, I wish we had a little more insight uh, on uh, you know what what they'll be what their plans are for that or who they prefer one over the other. But I guess that that is what we will find out. If I had to guess, uh, 
at least based on the way the NFL has gone recently, that one of these tight ends uh, ends up being the fullback rather than Jason Kaminda. But that's just my, you know, way too early prediction before training camp starts. Does anybody else feel that way? I I lean your way. I can see it. Yeah. I'll I'll say Kabinda just to oppose you guys. uh, That's about (laughs) it. I like it. I like it. No, we need that. We need that for sure. All right. Someone to keep us in check. Uh, What about that third running back spot? What do you guys think? Jamar Jefferson, Dedrick Mills? What? Yeah. I think the big question there is do we keep four or three running backs? I think three. I think three. And I, I think Jefferson's. Would be my favorite, you know, right now, but that's going to be a camp battle that they're going to have to win. I'm, so I don't Same. know. I'm actually in agreement with you on that one, Bob. I agree, total agreement with you. Though I could see I them. Three, three running backs. It's going to be Jamar Jefferson's mid third. I agree. Plus, then, I, if unless they don't keep a fullback, but I think they'll keep a fullback potentially. So, but I wouldn't count that as a running back. So, what do you think, Big Z? Um, you know, it's tough. Uh, the, I, I'm going to lean Jamar Jefferson, though, just because I liked what I saw out of him out of college. I don't, I'm less familiar with Dedrick Mills. Uh, so I, I would like to see Jamar Jefferson win that battle. But I, I'm curious to see if any of these guys uh, becomes like the Zach Zenner of the preseason. Oh, God. Yeah. A guy who's overrated for his whole career. Zach hey, Zenner, if you're listening, we want you on the podcast. Uh, we've yeah. tried to read, I've tried to Come DM him multiple us. times to get him on here. He is, Teaches uh, about neurosurgery or whatever. <laughs> Bob, he was underrated his whole career. You said it wrong. <laughs> no, I agree. He was absolutely underrated. You guys, you center slappies are ridiculous. He got a, he got a really good look in the NFL. No. I thought he did well with his looks. He was better than yeah. How about the playoff Blunt game and Adrian yeah, Peterson were game. with us. One half of a game. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Don't tell me you wouldn't have rather seen him get I mean, carried that was year instead of Blunt. And they started uh, you know, loading the box in the second half of that game. So I, I don't blame him <laughs> as much. <laughs> I also blame the refs for that one because they missed a blatant face mask on a touchdown. Yeah, but then he got picked up by what the Saints or whatever, and they caught him right away too. So he's he's not that great. The Saints didn't know how to use him. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that that number three <laughs> running back spot could also go to AP if we can land him again. Oh my god! <laughs> he says oh he's god. feeling better than ever, like everybody does in the offseason. They just They're throw him and Blunt bit. back to compete. They'll bring him and Blunt <laughs> back to compete. For oh the my job. god. <laughs> Oh, fun. and who was my favorite? C.J. Anderson. They'll bring him back, too. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh my God. It'd be like the wheelchair Olympics or something. It'd be horrible. Oh, man. Uh, so, I mean, we really covered all, all these positions. I mean, we can talk really quick about the offensive line. I, I was, right I was going into this podcast. I thought we just covered the important ones, but we uh, I like this, the pace at which we're moving. So Okay. Well, I like Logan Stenberg to make the, the starting right mm. guard spot. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb with that one. Well, I'm gonna yeah, UJ. Right in terms of Stenberg, I think he fits that Dan Campbell style. You know, yeah. he's got that true bikes and kneecap style. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if he can get his like penalties under control and stuff, I think he might be. He might is a good shot. You guys, yeah. I would love to see. Watching go and take some heads I'm off. Sure yeah, like Sewell guy, he might have to prove himself before he makes the roster. No. Who guy? <laughs> Sorry, my yeah. That's uh. Yeah, one of those drafty guys, Penai Suell. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I know yeah. About him. <laughs> yeah. I'll be really interested to see how healthy Big V is 
uh, in training camp here and how he's looking. I think that'll be really important to track. Yeah, we'll be. Um, yeah. They have not traded Tyrell Crosby yet, so I'm hoping he stays in the roster and uh, will be there for the season. I'd if also like to see backup. if we can try him as a guard in this uh, training camp as well. Something the old regime did not do, so I'm hoping this new one will at least try it out because I think he'd be really good there. That would be hey, good. Hey Z, do they did they get a new guy to run the weight program with the Lions, or is they the same? Do you know? No, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I I don't have the name up right now, but I'm pretty certain that they changed their strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, because hopefully these guys will not be injured as much. And yeah. Somebody good in there. Seriously, no kidding. Right, but, but I, I mean, it. Every NFL team has a million injuries. Honestly, it, it's so hard to prevent them. You know, but last year, you think about it, they could have been pretending they were like, oh, oh, hamstring. Because uh, they just wanted to get the hell out of there because it was so bad. I don't know. Fair it actually enough. makes a weird, twisted kind of sense, UJ. It'll come out someday, you know, that they were purposely trying to get out of the games. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, um, but Dan Skipper, Matt Nelson. Uh, those are a few other names. Uh, can on the bubble? Will they be the backup? Uh, a, few, a few other new names: Tommy Kramer, Darren Paulo, Drake Jackson. We don't know much about them, but those are just names to watch. I out. think Nelson Kevin makes Hines. it. I think he's a riser. I think he's on the rise. Okay, Nelson. Right? Yeah. I mean, converted D tackle to offensive line in one year, and end up being a yeah. decent starter for the Lions last year. No, I, yeah. I like the guy. I, think, I like guy who has a kind of story behind him, and uh, he seems to make the conversion very well. I, I think he's going to make it. I think him and Crosby would be an awesome backup tandem yeah. for tackles yeah, I mean, our line could be fantastic and we might have a uh, good depth to go with it too so it, it could be quite an impressive line absolutely so i mean yeah. a lot of fun to look forward to um in training mm-hmm. camp but you know since we're covering all the position groups let's, let's just get to it as well place kicker randy bullock matthew oh. wright the rookie randy bullock the veteran getting it matthew wright bullock's got the better name so yeah yeah bullock's Bullock's right is the right guy. Matthew Wright, 25-year-old undrafted rookie free agent out of Central Florida, UCF. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, he's not. No, he was on. He was Pittsburgh. He kicked for Pittsburgh, actually, last year. I apologize. That is not accurate. So he actually does have a little bit of experience. So he'll come over here and take over like Jesse James did from Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see Jesse James got signed by the Bears? Yeah. I did see that. Oh, you're kidding me. Oh, my God. I said y'all can have him. Have fun. Yeah. Uh, Watch him be really good. Justin Fields. Safety boy. Though, actually, we didn't Um, go tight ends yet either, did we? Oh, no, we did not. Uh, So, I mean, TJ Hawkinson, Darren Fells. I think. Absolute locks. locks. Um, Yeah. And then I did mention Brock Wright. uh, Elise Mack as well. Have you seen Elise Mack uh, him arriving at training camp? No, he looks no. uh, just jacked out of this world. It's ridiculous. Uh, the guy is a beast, at least by the looks of it. It'll be interesting to see what he can do on the field and training. Camp. Nice. Um, Bring that Hunter Thetford, Charlie Tom Powell. I hope I said that right. And Jake Houseman. Uh, but Brock Wright is, is one that I think will be really interesting to see what he does in this training camp. Uh, yeah, as well. He's got he's piqued my interest uh, early on, so I I'm kind of rooting for the guy if nothing else. Is that because he's an Notre Dame he, guy? Are you biased? Yeah, a little bit. But <laughs> uh, so hey, but Z, we keep three, right? You say three tight ends? <laughs> Anybody have a different opinion? Tough one. Two, three. 
It's a tough one. And, and it, that kind yeah. of goes back to the fullback yeah. question. Will one of these guys kind of play like that H H back that yeah. kind of like flexes uh, between being a fullback and a tight end? Uh, so that would be the reason why they might keep four. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. And but I would like it, Brock, Brock Wright to get that four spot. It's nice to have a few guys, though, with uh, some interesting upside in that, that, in that for that third spot, though. Third and fourth spot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the tight end spot, wow. I think, is going to be really important in this offense, too. A lot of two tight end sets um, in the Anthony Lynn offense, and they're going to really want to establish the ball. So hmm. look for whoever is blocking better um, in training camp to kind of have the edge in terms of making the roster over yeah. like any sort of pass-catching production. Rock Wright yeah. will not make the team. That's my, my hot mm-hmm. take. I don't know if that's a uh, super hot take. Yeah. You know, just a just a point to make though, with the, the unique situation at wide receiver, it could open uh, a potential for one of these guys if they show exceptional pass catching ability. You know, I mean we might carry an extra tight end and a one less receiver if the that group proves weak. You know, Maybe, I'm just saying but I mean the the fact that they cut Hunter Bryant, I think, kind of says what they're looking for out of their tight end. Because that was yeah, a guy that I couldn't agreed, block yeah. and could catch really well. I know he was injured oh. a lot, but I thought his upside as a pass catcher was really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, true. Yeah. But I'm but just I, saying, you never know what they show was... camp. The guy blows yeah. it up as a receiver. Right. I mean, that, that would always be uh, something that's notable for sure. I'm just saying if, or based, based on that and kind of what, the guys are bringing in size wise. I, I just think they have a preference for what they're looking for at the tight end position. There. Uh, the last training camp battle, it's always the biggest one to watch, especially mm-hmm. after all these years. Mm-hmm. Don Mulbeck versus Scott Daly. Scott Daly also mm-hmm. uh, a, a Notre Dame guy, a long snapper. So can Don Mulbeck continue uh, to make this roster again? Or is he the guy that we've been waiting to cut to finally break the curse? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he is a Bobby Lane curse, man. He's been playing since Bobby Lane days. Yeah. Yeah. The last guy from that team. It's unbelievable. He was here when the founding of the franchise, if I believe. I think he was. I don't know. I hope he makes it. I hope he makes it again. I like him a lot. It's hard not to root for the guy. Really, it's hard, hard not to root for the guy. Yeah. He's been so great over such a long period of time. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. That's uh, Texas and Don Mulbeck, baby. Exactly. So, yeah. gentlemen, you know, training camp, it starts July 28th, Wednesday for the Detroit Lions. We'll be following it um, intensely and vigorously to see what is coming out of Allen Park. And we will be podcasting you know we'll, we'll try to release these every week and get in our reactions to what's going on in training camp there as we really start to ramp up you know uh nfl at least lions opener 49 days away so oh man yeah not that far baby no man long. <laughs> things not are long heating back up absolutely absolutely yeah buddy <laughs> and trey flowers said we can win now he said it he said we can win now and there right. we have it lions I, I believe him i believe him I believe it. We're drinking the blue Kool-Aid here on drinking the blue Kool-Aid podcast. So. Always. <laughs> and, 
I make any bets on this year? I have money at, that the Lions are going to win more than five games. This I have year. That's, that's free money. That was that's the, free money. That's yeah, that's easy that, money. That was the line five games. I know in the seventeen game season. I did on, put a man. bet on that actually myself. I did so, too. I did too. Yeah, that's, that seems like easy money. Not that we're rec- recommending any of people to bet your money on what we're saying here, but uh, I just mean, want to, yeah. you know, disclaimer Take here. Unless you like free money. Yeah, bet it all. Okay. So, <laughs> all right, you. gentlemen. But this, <laughs> as always, that's a, there's always a sign in these podcasts when it's a good, you know, a good place to stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think this is it for this one. Uh, so I want to thank everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. August, uh, the next time we podcast, it will be August, and that that means one month away from the NFL season. So really exciting stuff. We love you guys, man. Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool-Aid. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Please follow us on there. We really appreciate it. Please reach out to us with any comments you have about the podcast, too. You know, we'll, we'll get back at you with any of our thoughts in real time. But um, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast, Overcast, uh, you know, all the ones out there. Please subscribe and please leave a review where you can. Uh, like I said, uh, we, we will take the feedback and we will, you know, take it to heart and try to improve it as much as we can. Because we want to drink the blue Kool-Aid and we want you drinking the blue Kool-Aid. So oh, yeah. thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. We can't wait for training camp to get started. And last but not least, as always, go, go. Lions. Woo. Woo. Yeah. Forward down the field. A charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go! Go. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.